This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, you know, ladies and gentlemen, 701 now is a minute after 7 o'clock, a little weather. And I'm wondering, because I keep looking at the forecast and it keeps changing yeah. in different areas. Oh, it's going to be 100. No, it isn't. It's only going to be 91. Uh, well, which one is it? I know. We uh, gambled yesterday at like 4 o'clock. I was like, Justin, let's go on a bike ride. And oh, yeah. We, I was like a 50% chance of rain for a little bit. And of course, while we're at the park with GoGo, it just downpours. <laughs> That's not good. No. See, look at this. There's not one 100 on there. No. But I look on this, and there's hundreds on here. I don't know. How could they be that far off? Yeah, because we get that uh, forecast from Ken Barlow at Channel 5 every day. Oh, no wonder it's effed up. Yeah, no. Well, then yesterday I got home, and the second I got home, I thought, well, I better make sure I get the AC rolling. We're going to get the shorts on. Let's get the tank tops out. And then I walk out of the house yesterday at 2 p.m. and go for my afternoon walk, and I'm like, oh, I'll be sweating buckets. I walk out, I'm like, it's like 77 outside, Ken. What are you doing, dude? (laughs) Okay, it wasn't 77, but... It was like a non-humidity hot. But it wasn't 100 either. No, it was like 80. Yeah, that's the big difference between 100 and uh, 80. I, I agree, but I was just trying to go, hey, you guys, leave Ken alone. It was not 77. It was 80. Yes. It was oh, three degrees three. hotter. Damn it, Rudy, get it right, will you? Yes. For Christ's sake. Okay, well, here's the deal. Minnesota's Weather Authority, Weather Authority. Uh, yeah. Remember they used to be like weather people? Now they're weather authorities. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here on the Podcast Authority morning show, <laughs> and Minnesota's Weather Authority is calling forecast first alert days for Wednesday and Thursday. Dangerous heat and humidity are likely. Uh, dangerous to whom? To people that are sick? I mean, if you're sick, I understand you should stay out. Yeah. Uh, and stay in the house and if it gets over probably, what, 82, 83? Yeah, I guess a lot of us aren't used to that heat, so it's probably dangerous on if you were outside the whole time. Yeah, sure. I could see if you have an illness or a malady. Or a lot of body hair. A lot of body hair, probably. <laughs> I am so grateful I don't have a lot of body hair, except in the winter it's not great. I have a lot of body hair. I have none. I know you don't. I, I don't hate know what the that. hell that was all about. It's annoying. Uh, in any case, dangerous heat and humidity are likely highs expected to rise into the upper 90s, and it will feel like a... No, I'm sorry, but I, this is... Not going to happen. Hazy sun, hot and humid with a high of 95. Now, let me look at the other source and see what they say. Because it might be 95. I just, I don't know what the deal is. But I just get this whole situation where it's, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And let's keep rolling. Uh, yeah, so it says uh, high of 95. The one I'm looking at says today the high is going to be 91. Which, you know, that's only four degrees, like you guys are talking, three, four degrees. Mm-hmm. But it's not getting anywhere near 100 all week. As a matter of fact, by Saturday, it's going to be 82, Sunday 82. Is this a Ken Barlow from the future that was sent back in time to mess with Ooh. the weather forecast? Like the Love real it. Ken Barlow is right now tied up in a warehouse somewhere <gasps> in the middle of St. Paul? Love it. Ken, message us if you need help. I just got a really good idea. What? I'm just stopping. I don't stop doing the weather. Who gives a rat's ass? It's gonna be hot. It's hot. It's warm. I, we, we sat out last night in my neighborhood. It was supposed to be hotter than hell yesterday. We sat out in my neighborhood at a ball. Yeah. It was great. Well, we went to dinner with Steve and his lovely wife Tatiana from Saber. Where'd you guys go? We went to Layla over nice. there. 
I still call that place the Sofitel, even though it hasn't been sofitel about 30 years now. I love Steve. He's been... Great guy. And his wife's even nicer than he is. I love Tatiana. She is so extra. Yeah, she and Catherine get along really well. So we had a really nice time, and everybody was over. Saw Sammy again last night. You know what I love about that place? I go in there now, and waiters come over and give me a hug. Like three, four of them come over and go, Hey, Tommy, how you doing? Hey, how's everything? That feels really nice. It's very sweet. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But I've been going there for 48 years, so I suppose give me a hug once in a while. (laughs) Wouldn't be a bad idea. No, we just had a wonderful time going to dinner with Josh Arnold and his wife. I've not met his wife yet. That's tomorrow night. So, uh, But we came home. We got home at about 8.30 last night, uh, sat outside with our neighbors, had a great time. Catherine stayed out a little later, so I'm thinking she might have a headache this morning, mm. if you know what I'm saying. So her cold is kind of dissipating yeah. and yeah. replaced with, all right, I, I see you. <laughs> Catherine, I see you. <laughs> you know what? Live your best life, Catherine. That's what I say. I couldn't agree. You know what? I'm not even going to do the weather anyways. Because it's never accurate anyway. It's going to be warm today. Find some water. Hang out. Stay inside. Get some, drink some water. Done. I turned down the road. I exited left on the road out of my house. And then I, I, I'm driving along. And as I came over a hill, the sun was right there on the horizon. Good God, was that beautiful. It's gorgeous. A beautiful sun, and it's being filtered, obviously, by this raging heat we're going through. But it looks really pretty. I saw it, too. I was oh, like, dang, God, that's it gorgeous. Beautiful. It was absolutely stunningly beautiful, which is very, very cool. I think, anyway. So, anything big happening in the news? Yeah, I just don't think I'm going to do the weather anymore. There's no reason to do it, is there? No, it's I It's not care. sponsored. Honestly, Tom, Who your name's cares? on the show. You do whatever you want. We're mm-hmm. here for the ride. Okay, you're gone. Both of you. Well, Get out. Uh, you don't have that much control. Oh, yes, I do, actually. <laughs> I mean, you do, but like in a lot of ways, you'd still have to pay us. You might as well just let us come here. Um, uh, we well, watch- Listen to her. <laughs> I'll sue you. No, if- I didn't. That's what you just said. I never would sue you. I'm going to have him stiff you just for the hell of it. Just just to make a point. I would just work my contract out at home quietly. I would never sue anybody. Oh, my God. I'm working my contract out at the house. That's, I'll tell you right now, that is the best form of payment. Is I when, would love that. Is when you have a contract and they can you and they still have to pay you. That yeah. is the best yeah. payment ever. That is the best six months of my life. It was amazing. I'm not saying anything crazy. I just mean like if you were like, stay home this week, I would. And I would take the paycheck, obviously. <laughs> God, I, what a nice generation. I'm going to sit around on my ass and take money anyway. Yeah. Well, you didn't earn the money. I mean... How can you take money you didn't earn? Do you want me to, like... You're disgusting. Go sit in the, in the engineer office? <laughs> yeah, you should, absolutely. Uh, you know who is earning her money today, though, is Katie Lindecki. Yeah, Katie Lindecki. We were, we were watching Katie her... Katie Oh, you were? Yeah, we were watching her swim the 1500. Uh, they stream it live on Peacock, which is pretty fun. And uh, holy buckets. She's just... They can't even show a replay of the end because nobody's right. in the shop but her. It looks like she's just hanging out in the pool. She's a hell of a talent. There's no question about that. No, she's, no doubt. She's officially tied with Phelps now for individual medals. Uh, they both. This have is for what now? World swimming. World so swimming. Okay. Yeah, they do it. Um, I believe this one's every four years as well. But it's in between. It's always in between the Olympics. So, and the I've next ne- year will be the Olympics. Does she ever come to town? Yeah, she. They have sometimes. They have um, meet. They have like I can't remember how long ago they had a meet over at the U of M before. Oh, they but, do. Okay. But I don't know anymore because now she's not at. She's graduated from Stanford, and she's living in Florida. So I don't know if they would ever come back then. Where does she live in Florida? Um, it's 
Uh, I I know they. She just bought a house there. It'd be hard to find well. water for her to swim in there. I know that's true. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Did you hang out with her much when she was growing up? Uh, when we were very, when she was very little, a little bit. But it's my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I see. Not a yeah, lot. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What are you looking at me for? I didn't abandon you. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you're gonna make me stay home. Yeah, finish exactly. my contract at home. <laughs> She's at home perusing her contract <laughs> right now. Do you have a contract with your dad, or did that expire no, a long no, that, time ago? He wouldn't sign anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was out of the mix. All three of us got that contract. It was fantastic. But yeah, so uh, good job, Katie. Go, Katie, go. That is terrific. It's a great story. It's wild. It's yep. just crazy. It's fun to watch her swim for sure. And then she'll do a, the 800 this week as well. She got the uh, silver and 400. That's like her version of sprinting. Oh, and there yeah. is this the lady who beat her, um, the Australian swimmer who beat her in the Olympics, beat her again in the world. Um, uh, and so, yeah, she'll try the 1800. Uh, hopefully, that'd be cool if she gets first in that one too. That is the ticket, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. How many years have it been now she's been competitive? Oh, 10 years? Yeah, it's got to be, I would think. It's been over a decade because it's been two or three Olympics. No, two Olympics. Yeah, because you got one gold medal, then a bunch, and then the last one. So, yeah, it's been three Olympics. Hopefully it'll be four uh, next next year. But she still has to qualify and all that stuff. So, yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now... Um, it looks like it might be a pretty good news day because the third highest rated story on the internet right now is a mistake on Captain Crunchy's uniform has finally been fixed. <gasps> That's a barn burner of a story right there, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess there's not a whole lot of severe stuff going on. Yeah, tell us what's, what's going on with his uniform. The legendary Quaker Oats cereal Captain Crunch is now 60 years old. And to put it in that context, Captain Crunch was in the United States before the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Good to yeah. know. I didn't know Captain Crunch was British. Is I didn't Captain Crunch there. British? Is that I suppose when you look at the getup like that. Oh, really? The, I mean, the, that's the, the garb of the, yeah. yeah, that's the garb that the British Navy would wear. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, they threw a joke in here. You want me to read the joke, too? Do it, but give me a real corny radio voice. Oh, it's a barn burner of a joke. Okay, tell me. So the legendary Quaker Oats Captain Crunch is now 60 years old, and to put that in context, Captain Crunch was in the U.S. before the Beatles. No one has ever suggested that the Beatles only came to America just to try Captain Crunch, but it's possible. That's rough. That's supposed to be a joke (laughs) right there. Okay. You know what's funny though is if I bet most people take that as hard journalism these days. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. That is yeah. what they feel is. I mean, the guy who wrote that obviously was like, "I've been doing my research." Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. bud. Thank you. Okay, I, I want to tune into radio all day today, because Captain Crunch's real name is Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. Oh, Magellan is gonna be hard for. Oh, I guarantee you, ninety-nine percent. Magellan, Magellan. Yeah, that'll be hard for people. Have you ever seen that video of that woman trying to? What? Oh, oh, she's trying to pronounce the word machine. And, and they say, okay, how do you say this? M-A-C-H-I-N-E. She goes, Makine? Oh, no. Makine? She cannot, until they write it down for her and show it to her, she could not spell machine, even though they spelled it for her, or pronounced machine, excuse me, even though they spelled it for her. Have you ever had a word completely break you as a person? No. I recently... On this show, Swarovski. Like, I still this Damn. day, that one, I have so much trouble. What is it? Swarovski. Who's Swarovski? It's those crystals. Those goddamn crystals. Oh, you mean the, the, the jewelry store deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Did, so how do you say? Because I don't even know how to say I, I, I can't tell you, but like that broke me as a person. And then later that story was somewhere else when I was on a different show. And I literally was like a very famous jewelry That's star. how you do it. Yes. You figure out a way to circumvent it because why go through all the hassle? Christ, you're going to hurt yourself. It literally broke me as a person for yeah. like a day. I will tell you because, you know, getting the voiceover, you don't want to be mispronouncing words. So I would hope I don't. I mean, I try. I spend a lot of time when I was, a, you know, teenager and early, early 20s learning how to pronounce literally everything I possibly could. Yeah. So when I went in, I'd look like a professional, right? But there are words, I, I will tell you, 95% of people mispronounce a lot of different words. Yeah. Because, it's, you know, I mean, it's look, I had to learn it because it was my business, how I made my living. So I had to learn what I was doing. But, yeah, you heard people all the time. I've noticed a lot of people say associated. 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 Instead of of associated. It's associated. Yeah, like I said, I listen to commercials so I can hear where we are at with people when it comes to, you know, vocabulary. And there was a woman who was talking about associated bank. I was right. like, did somebody, could somebody please pull these people aside and go, it's not associated, it's associated, associated. I definitely say that wrong. Yeah. I say it associated. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. You're out of the mix. I've always been out of the mix. Forget it. I noticed a lot of newscasters a couple of years ago when the whole Tiki Torch, Proud Boys thing was going on, the man was donning a swastika. Oh, swastika, yeah. I was yeah. like, a That's what? Weird. A swastika? What is a swastika? Swastika. They've been yeah. drinking. It is a swastika. Well, the one, number one word that everybody mispronounces because they put an S in it for some damn reason. I, I just, what the hell word was that? I even forgot. Nordstrom is a big one. Nordstrom? Yeah, they'll say Nordstrom's. It's Nordstrom. Yeah. Oh, because it, it, Nordstrom's, because they own the store? I, they'll say, I went to Nordstrom's. I was like, you went to Nordstrom's. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, the one, uh, number one, the, the one is everybody. And almost everybody says lackadaisical. Lacid- it's lackadaisical. There's I definitely no say lackadaisical. Everybody yeah. says lackadaisical. Yeah, because relax and yeah. lack yep. are too close, so lackadaisical, but it's lackadaisical. Yeah, lack-a-daisical. you're right. Lackadaisical. Also, the one that gets me with the little red line every time is anyway. Oh, anyways. 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 Like, yep. how many anyways. different ways can we go? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. We can go anyways. Anyways. Mm-hmm. anyways. Yep, I do that wrong, too. Makina. Machine. 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 <laughs> Don't talk about my machine yeah. on this show. Yeah, there you go. Machine's a little itchy this morning. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. That'll <laughs> happen, pool. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, to finish off uh, the Captain Crunch story, the mascot Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch, and he'll be Magellan all day long, I yeah. guarantee you that. Rest in peace, Magellan. Yeah. Uh, has really earned the white in his mustache. What does that mean? Oh, he's been around for a long time. Oh, he's oh I see. Okay. Now, for the first time ever, he's also earned an actual captain's uniform. If you didn't know, Captain Crunch's uniform has always been wrong. The gold stripes on the sleeve are below his rank. An American naval captain wears four gold bars on his sleeves. But Captain Crunch always had fewer, initially wearing only one bar, which would make him an ensign, two bars a lieutenant, three bars a commander. For the 60th anniversary, they've finally given him four bars. Uh, there's an upgraded image on social media with the caption, The Internet has spoken, and we listened, introducing my uh, new look. My fourth stripe era. Uh, I have bigger fish to fry than worried about how many stripes are on Captain Crunch's uniform. I need to see his paperwork yeah. because I think oh, really? he's been wearing a, a a fake uniform 
for stolen valor. Stolen valor, absolutely. For the past years, I don't until I see. What do you mean stolen valor? How did he steal valor? I mean, I don't. If was he, was he in the? Was he in the navy? Show me. Oh, some you paperwork. think it might just be a fake uniform yeah, across the board? Because I would never wear the wrong rank. Like, yeah, that's. You start the day, you know what rank you are. You wear it on, like, four different parts of your uniform. I would never wear a PFC when I'm a sergeant. Like, that would never happen. So I think we need to check up with this guy. I think there's some stolen valor happening. Private first class. Yeah. Very classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after we're done with this, why don't we go that? ahead and make sure our emails. It's oh, from the okay. different computer. Yeah, we got to shut that down. But um, uh, I was going to say, now that uh, now that we've fixed Captain Crunch, how about uh, Tony the Tiger? Because a couple of those stripes looks like swastikas. Okay, so uh, it's time they swastika. Swastikas. Do they all... really? No, they don't. I'm just he kidding. He could just obviously. be a house cat <laughs> painted. We yes, don't know. You don't know stolen valor. Tiger? Stolen kitty valor. Tiger. Are you sure? Show me your cards. I want to see your birth certificate. <laughs> okay, it's t- definitely time to move on now. Thank you. Oh, we got to take a break anyway. Never mind. Oh, my God. Flew by. We shall be right back on the MNFatLoss.com program. I've truly experienced great success. I did the first 60 days, lost 27 pounds. I was on the maintenance program for eight weeks, and now I kept the weight off but wanted to lose some more. So I'm back on the fat loss program, and you can be too. The last week of the summer savings of $200 is this week. I'm telling you, do yourself a favor and connect with the team at mnfatloss.com. Doesn't matter that it is summertime. Like me, you'll see, uh, you know, get to eat plenty of real foods, the foods you love, you know. You won't feel hungry or deprived either. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day, no exercise required, schedule your free consultation. $200 summer savings ends this week. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. Flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this, it's my favorite. 
Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make it giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is. You damn right it is. We're going through all these different words now. We are. What, 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 what was the latest one you Oh, yeah. Uh, Liston wrote in, Neanderthal is actually... Neanderthal. Yeah. That's a, he's absolutely correct about that. Okay, but we all say Neanderthal, right? Agreed. Well, I, even said, I even Sorry, said... Sorry, you're wrong. Yeah. You're Tom, out of the mix. I cannot walk around saying Neanderthals. I no. even wrote the listener, listen, I, you're probably right. It was... Mm-hmm. His name is... Well. Michael, I go, I, I'm sure you're right, but I could never, never. It's going to be very difficult to get, because I know you say that word every day. Every day I look oh, at my you husband. you say it anyway. <laughs> constantly. I will not change who I am as a person. That person's driving like a Neanderthal. <laughs> Neanderthal. <laughs> I love it's how you're, word. you're so right, Tom. Brittany, why are you uses actually, that like, word anyway? <laughs> every day. Every day I look in the mirror and go, look at you, you, you hairy Neanderthal. You Neanderthal, oh, damn it. You knuckle dredger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be a dredger. You could be. There's no doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, another... Oh, now, this one's going to be interesting. I just saw the headline. Another off-strand that wasn't possible a few years ago, working nine to five in one solid chunk, is less common than it used to be. Instead, people are working until late afternoon, skipping out early, taking an extended break and logging back in before bed to finish up. What well, would depend a great deal on what your job is, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I, I, that is very relatable. Is it the triple peak day? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I usually leave here in my mind around 8, come back at 2 p.m. Actually, it's about 7. 7.30. <laughs> maybe, maybe 7.30, yes. Yeah, yeah Justin, uh, a lot of times will <clears throat> go hang, go party with us for a couple hours before it's time to sign off, and then he'll, after dinner, do a little bit more, just so he can get some sun. But doesn't he have his own business? No, my Oh, husband, I thought no. he did. No, he works oh. for General Mills. No. Oh, he does? Yeah. Where's Steve? I used to hang out there all the time. I'll ask him. Great guy. I'll ask he, Justin, find Steve. He was the CEO of the company. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, great yeah, yeah. guy. Uh, really nice guy. The casualness of you mentioned Steve is very hilarious. Because he did the Wheaties box for you, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Absolutely. He did. Uh, and I look like a complete douche on the Wheaties box, I will tell you that. You know what? It's hard not to. Oh, no. oh me looking like a douche? No, okay. I meant like no, no, no. Anyone puts you on a Wheaties box and you didn't completely earn it, it's hard not to look. I earned it. Well, what, what sport again was that? It was. <laughs> was competitive bowling. complaining? Competitive complaining. Or, I, you know. Uh, instead, people are working until late afternoon. Step. I'm a competitive uh, complainer <laughs> compared to you two assholes. Are you bullshitting me? I looked at Rudy. Go, oh, all he's... you two ever do is bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do I complain? It's all, both of you. It's all what you do ever I, do. What do Get I complain Get off your about? ass and do your job and shut the hell up. Both Tom, what do I complain about? Like this right now. I don't even You're complain You're complaining about, about not complaining. <laughs> See, I don't complain. I come in Honest here. Honest to God. I laugh. I have a grand old time. So when are your contracts up again? Both of you? February. Not until February? I know. Oh, Christ, you're going to have to pay you a lot of money to sit at home. <laughs> There's no question about it. I love this talk. Yeah, what the hell. It's I reality. Okay, here's another off-strand that wasn't possible a few years ago. Working 9 to 5 on one solid chunk is less common than it used to be. Instead, people are working until late afternoon, skipping out early, taking an extended break, and logging back in before bed to finish up. Well, that's something, obviously, that I couldn't do. No. Because it's not the kind of job. So is it mostly like office workers that do this? Yes. Okay, that would make sense. Well, although the daily office worker, daytime office workers, how do they get away with that? Well, there's things that don't have to be, they just have to be done by end of day. Um, and so if they can get away with moving things around, that's fine. You know, like if they're working on their own projects. And then what if they don't do, oh, I forgot. What if that happens? And then they have to make up, they have to use, they have to use business jargon to get away with it. They're like, oh, I actually took on, um, mm -hmm. I had to put that in the parking lot, and I, um, they use their, their weird words and conversations to get out of it. The term for it is a triple peak day because there are three different times when productivity spikes now. There used to be two peaks, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Now there's a third one around 10 p.m. And who, who decided that? that there's a third peak now at 10 p.m.? I bet there's, like, some sort of data where more people are logging on at that time. You know, like they, that's the way they do it with traffic, too. They, they look at how many people are on the road, like, they're following their phone. So I imagine, like, they're looking at Internet times One and what word. people are logging on to. You're so right. Teams. It's just, like, Microsoft Teams, and it'll tell you every time you're on, every time you're off, um, when you're working off hours, when you're whatever, it will give you, eh, is if you're going through Microsoft or any of their programs, they can see you and all that stuff. So another thing that the internet ruined. Yeah. Yeah, basically. They yeah. ruined the workday now. Yeah. Because I would rather just be done working at 3 o'clock. That'd be great. Yeah, I get annoyed with Justin when he's like, all right, I'll be to bed in a little bit. Yeah. And then he sneak. All of a sudden, I'm waking up to him like sneaking in at like midnight because he just took on some random project. Now, one thing I do have to ask: this does not include like people like me. If I would say, "Well, I'm going to watch Justified tonight," so I'm doing it for the show, so I'm still working. That's you can't what, count that. I have been counting mine. Oh, see, here we go. Uh -huh. I've been saying I've been putting extra duty. Oh, God. You are extra duty. Okay? I am extra That's duty. Without a T. Let me just put, put that out there for you. No, I got it. No. <laughs> extra duty? That's weird to spell it like that. Indeed. <laughs> it is weird. There's no question. 
Uh, in any case, basically, uh, people are using their flex hours to leave work early and beat traffic. Well, so that's not a bad idea. Or go pick up their kids. I can understand that. Yeah. Then they're logging back in at home before uh, bed to finish a project or deal with leftover emails. Management doesn't love it because it delays everything. Well, if you're management, it's your company. Why don't you have them do it the way you want them to do it? If it's you own the company. Ooh, good, great question. But it's hard right now to get good worker. I mean, to get. Yeah, I've noticed. Believe me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you nailed that one. It's hard. Hiring right now is hard because. Nobody like, wants to work. Nobody wants to work, or they have their they have their um, requirements. Is that what I want to say? They like if they want to work from home, they have the upper hand right now because why? Because uh, of COVID. I think just in general, people have shifted what they prioritize, and so if they're like, "I want this job, but this is how I want to do it," and they can't fill that slot, then they're stuck with all right. Do you think that this all came about this whole, and I had COVID twice, so I'm not saying it didn't exist, but it did come out of that lab in China. Do you think they use that to get complete control over people by making them stay at home for a couple of years? I don't know, but it did shift everybody's A, habits, B, routine, and C's perspective, for sure. Is that where this came from, is because of COVID? Oh, yeah. I mean, we weren't going to be working from home like this had COVID not happened. So did they? was that part of the whole scheme in the first place? Because coming up with that uh, solution to COVID, that that made them a little money. I don't know. Now we're getting down, like, a level that I no idea. I, this is... I just love that stuff, though. We'll invent the disease, and then we'll invent the cure, and we'll make billions. Do you, That's in your, nice. you believe that not only was it invented intentionally, it was set out intentionally well as well? Uh, like everything else in the world. I don't get involved in all that you know, conspiracy okay, theory yeah. crap and all that. That's not Me what either. I'm talking about. I just, yeah. I have very little trust in corp- the corporate world, not just America, but the world. Yeah, I'd hope that that was not the. To think about people walking around, there'd be millions of lives on their hands. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. It's like a world war, I suppose. They look at it at his war, I suppose. Yeah. You lose tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives, and, well, they lost their lives for a cause. Oh, did they? To make you money? Is that what it is? Ugh. Yeah, people in their money grubbing is getting really old. Yeah. God, people are just greedy pigs. Basically, people are using their flex hours to leave work early and beat traffic. Again, that's a good idea. Go pick up their kids is always a good idea. Then the login back in at home. Management doesn't love it because it delays everything. If they send uh, someone an email at 3.30, they might not hear back for seven hours. Yeah. And if they schedule... Now, wait a second. Everyone I see, particularly young people, walking down the hall is staring at their phone. So how would you not know you have an email if you're constantly staring at your phone? I... I don't. I don't. I have set times that I w- check my emails. I try to be very deliberate about it. Like, oh, do you really? Yep. I'll look at them. Uh, af- I'll look at them during the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. After this yeah. show, usually when I get home, I'll take a glance at them, and then again, usually like r- after dinner or before dinner, and then that's done. Then I'm done looking at my emails. So you just don't look at them at all? No, not. A- Why would I? I mean. But I just check to make sure they don't pile up. I also think we respond to emails to people faster that we want to impress. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, if I have a comedy booker email me, I will email that guy back immediately. Ah. But if my aunt emails me, it might be three days. (laughs) 
I have no, listen, there's no timeline here for you. I earn, I owe Bernie an email. Yeah. <laughs> Our boss. I feel like I should try, but. Uh, Bernie is your boss? I didn't know Everyone's that. my boss. I, Are they? I, I, just, I just accepted that fact. I don't know. I don't know who's in charge of me, so I just accepted that everybody is. Do you think it's weird? Do I have a, a personality defect in the fact that I don't give a rat's ass how important someone is or what they can do for me? Yeah, but you still write back. Yeah, I, I respond to everybody, though. Yeah. I just respond. I, I stay on top. I check my uh, my emails every hour just to make sure if any, somebody needs me, they'll be there. Your email box is pristine. Yeah, I keep it. I keep it very clean. Absolutely, but I think that's more again a family thing. Yeah. If my family needs me or whatever, although they'd probably call me instead of emailing me. Yeah, Andy's not going to say car broke down. Help. Let me email <laughs> you that my car you. broke down. <laughs> Love always, your son Andy. Oh, God. Sincerely. Andrew Bernard. Um, there's concern. It could also blur the lines even more between work hours and me time, but it might be impossible to put the uh, genie back in the bottle. Well, it's that young woman who, is, what, what did she have? Time, what is it called? Time insensitivity. Oh, we talking about, it was like time dysmorphia. Time dysmorphia or something like but that. But it was uh, time blindness. Time blindness. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And she was very pissed off that she couldn't have time blindness at her new job. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't own the company, sister. You work there. I do not have time blindness, but I do have really good boundaries with work. Like, I'm not going to be taking on. I like, I like being in the moment with my kiddo, with a sport, with whatever. I'm not going to be walking out of a movie to email somebody back. No, sure. no, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah, you don't need to do that kind of stuff. No. But but uh, yeah, I just notice everybody is walking around is staring at their phone. So what are they looking at if they're not looking at their emails? I mean, all sorts of stuff. I think there are some people that are super attached, like that are really addicted to getting back to people immediately. Because I'll, I mean, people will text me and I'll write back at the end of the day when I have more time, like, or in the morning. But people are really obsessed with always getting back to people. Yeah, I'm not obsessed about it. I just kind of do it. Yeah. I'm very weird because I don't have any of that bullshit like most people do. You do it or you don't do it. What? I don't get upset about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you'll even do that thing, which I appreciate. Like if I text you some information, sometimes you'll just read it and you don't even, like you won't even write back. It'll just be like, you. I know you read it. Yeah. Done. It is. Everything's cool, but whatever. And by the way, one of you should have done the disc jockey thing when I said that. What? What thing? Well, if they're not looking at their emails, what are they looking at on their phone? Pornography, man. Boobs. Why don't you just for boobs, man? That was radio about 10 years ago. Ever heard of wiener.com? Yeah, well, there you go. That's exactly Great. it. Great. Now we have to buy wiener.com. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> How much does that cost? It's cheap. There's no way that's not taken. It's because she spells it. She spells it incorrectly. Spells it wrong. <laughs> okay. Exactly. No, you spell it's it wrong. Weiner.com. It's a different site. Weiner.com. Weiner.com. What the hell? It all works out in the end. So, moving. <laughs> I looked it up. I think it's available. You looked what up? Weiner.com. Oh, it's available. Okay. So, well, you can jump right on that. That's pretty good. I'm <laughs> jump very happy right for on you. that. <laughs> Yeah. Jump oh, wait a minute. Jump on the wiener. Yeah, okay. We're talking over each other a lot this morning, which we wouldn't do that. But in any case, everybody's a smart ass. Uh, this is also, uh, oh my God, this is just too perfect. Uh, if it's true, Elon Musk might hit a snag in his attempt to change the name of Twitter to X. I thought his company was already called X. Isn't it? 
I don't know. It's very confusing. SpaceX. Yeah. Oh, is it space? Yeah, SpaceX. That's right. But I, yeah, I thought he just used the X as his symbol or whatever. Could be. I don't pay attention to that stuff. I also think it's his third daughter's name. It probably is. Just an X. Do they have some odd names? Well, they do, don't they? Yeah, it's some it's some sort of like, you know, weird scientific, I'm not sure, like Nebulon 38-429. Yeah. Does he really do? He didn't really do that. Yeah, it's his daughter's name. Names and look, numbers. Yeah. yeah, let me look oh, up his daughter's why? name. It starts it's, with an X, I know that. Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, I'll read this while he's looking that up. Um, Elon Musk might hit a snag in his attempt to change the name of Twitter to X because Mark Zuckerberg may own the rights to that letter. How is that? You own the rights to a letter? Mm. I don't think so. Zuckerberg's Meta has reportedly registered an X logo in connection with, quote, online social networking services and social networking services in the fields of entertainment, gaming, and application development. But for the moment, things are moving forward over at X headquarters in San Francisco. Uh, yesterday, workers started removing the word Twitter from the side of the building, uh, but they uh, were stopped temporarily by police because there was confusion over whether or not they had proper or... What? The cops stopped them because there was a question whether they had proper authorization or not. They did. Why would the cops show up if you're removing the logo from your own building? That is so confusing. That's weird. That really happened. It says... Don't they have They were real stopped crimes? temporarily by police because there was confusion over whether or not they had proper authorization, and they did. No, you're right. What about real crime? Why don't yeah. we do something about that? Yeah. God, I had three people in the past five days, something like that, mm-hmm. tell me they were at, I won't say where they were, but they were at a mall, all three of them, different malls. Mm-hmm. And while they were there, people just walked in, grabbed a bunch of clothes off the rack, and walked right out the door. Dang. How is that being paid for? Because somebody's paying for all that lost inventory. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we all are. That's the thing. There's always... Yeah? Things will always get paid for. We all are paying for it in whatever way we need to. Yeah, that's really unfortunate that that happens. But I I guess I understand why they don't want to try to stop them because they might get shot. I mean, there's a lot of that going on as well. Yeah. So I I just... What are they going to do about that? But all three of them said they were huge arms full of clothing and they just walked right out the door. That's That's insane. I know. The audacity is wild. To get back to Elon Musk's kids' names, here you go. They have a son named XAEA12. Oh, thanks, Dad. They they nicknamed him X, and then they have a daughter named Exadark Sidriel Musk, whose nickname is Y, who is also two years old. So they must be twins? Boy, girl? Mm, Boy, girl, twins? Sounds like it. Yeah, must be, right? Um, one thing I would guess is Elon Musk better hope he's not around when they grow up because they'll probably shoot him right in the head. Well, he has a daughter who already has excommunicated with him, and public, oh, really? and it's publicly said that she wants nothing to do with his money or him. Really? Yeah, I believe she's like 19 or 20, oh. something like that. Because yeah. he has like seven kiddos. Yeah, oh, he, he does? has a few, yeah. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So she she wants nothing to do with he. What's, do you know what her name is? Uh, I can look it up, but I'm not exactly sure. But I know that I read the story a while ago about the fact that, is it Vivian? I think it might be his daughter Vivian was the one, because she's 19. And she might be the one that basically said, like, I want absolutely nothing to do with my dad. Because he had some sort of, I don't know, it was like a human rights thing, or he had said something or did something, and she 
lost her mind, moved out of the house and said, no more. I want nothing to do with it. And usually when stuff like that happens, it's almost like I'm looking at Prince Harry right now because there's reports talking about how him and Meghan Markle are living separately for a little while. Oh, yeah. And I think he kind of went to grandma's funeral and he kind of kept a close knit on what was going on with the royal family just in case something were to happen so he could get back in their good graces. Right. But with her, it really seems like she just said, I'm done with Elon and this uh, this is just, just a sideshow of a circus of a family life you guys have. I want nothing to do with it. That's really sad that that happens. But I don't know. We talked about this yesterday a little bit. I, I don't know what I would do if my son or daughter wouldn't talk to me. I would yeah. hate that. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So this is actually Xavier Alexander Musk who was born, that's a, a biological child of Elon Musk, who uh, sent in a request to be disowned from the billionaire and then change her name. So he gave her a male, Xavier's a male name, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, this. now that I'm kind of reading this, uh, billionaire changed her name in accordance with her gender identity. So must have been oh, born I see. A, a male. That's Because oh. they're saying that's the birth name, the biological name. Okay. And then she then changed it later on after she decided to disown him. You know what amazed me about that stuff is like, good, you, you did what you wanted to do, you became who you wanted to be, you had this name, then you have another name. I don't give a rat's ass. Good for you. I'm happy. Live a happy life, right? Yeah. I just, man, people are, get, people are so touchy about everything now. And I don't know why. Come to solutions. Isn't that better than being touchy? Yeah. Also, again, we had this idea, too, that like, have a real problem, not these ones you're making up. It'd be lovely. Like, have real problems. No, exactly right. That's exactly right. If you, if you have real problems, and deal with those, all the rest of it. Look, I mean, I, I, we all went through the dad thing and all the rest of that stuff. I don't hate my father. I didn't care much for him. I didn't like him. Don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't waste my time hating my father. Why would I use up any part of my day to do that? Did at one point you feel like you hated your dad? No, I never did like him, but that's not the same thing as but hating But you never someone. hated him? No, he had mental illness, so why would you hate someone who has mental illness? But you were able to figure that out even at a young age? Oh, when you're seven, you come downstairs and he's sitting there staring in the dark, talking to himself, you go, somebody's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's I don't care how old you are. Yeah, that's impressive, though, because as a young kid, I wonder if you... We're able to like really push that out of your mind of like this guy. I'm not gonna need his approval. I'm not gonna need his whatever. Because, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. you figure that. Well, did you when your dad hit the I, road? My, my dad was just what like I only saw him once a year. I just it was oh, a glorified okay. uncle. Like oh, so he was never around in your childhood. No, I mean they divorced when I was five. I oh, don't okay. remember anything before that, and then sure. I'd see him once a year, and like yeah, my dad did never did anything bad to us. Just wasn't. You know, it's just we moved and he moved. We moved east. He moved west. We like from North Dakota. We went to Minnesota. He went to Montana, and then I saw him once a year. And now I'll talk to him like every couple months. And right. like, yeah, I don't. I don't have. I want like I, I. I had daydreams when I was younger of seeing other people's dads and going, "Wow, that'd be cool yeah. to have." Yeah. But I don't have. I. I look at my dad as like. He is who he is, and, like, I have love in my heart for my dad. Absolutely. Well, see, that's good. Yeah, like, I absolutely, I do love my dad in whatever capacity. I have to meet him where he's at, and I'm fine with that. And, like, I also look at my daughter 
and my husband, and it makes me so happy that they are so close. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, he just sent me a video this morning of them together and dancing, and I'm just like, that just fills my heart. So just... You know, it's it. I don't. I don't. I don't have hate for sure. No, well, that because it's a waste of time. Yeah, and hating someone's a waste of time. But I used to. I used to have hate for the relationship the way I wanted it to be. But that's yeah, not fair but, to put that on somebody yeah. else. No, that's fine. It, it all worked. You did very well. You know, it's kind of funny because it, it, what you just talked about yesterday, Fonny had to come in and do the uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you she, she left her stuff behind, did she? It's pretty cute. She's got like a big bucket of crafts on the table. And what I loved about yesterday, and I didn't even think about this until you just brought this up, she came in and she came over and gave me this big hug. And then she turned around, took two steps, came back and gave me another hug. Oh, See, that's what's important to me. And That's she, I love that stuff. She's got a great dad. I mean, her and her dad, yeah, Dan. I don't yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I knew you're like, what? You know what I mean? But like, he, they love. That's an extension do, of yeah. you. That's an extension of Alex. That's an extension of Dan. Like her being so loving is an extension of all these great adults that yeah. want her. You know, that show that love. I mean, giving that affection is so amazing. That's amazing. Catherine just texted me. Why'd you leave me out? <laughs> uh, okay, way all to right, go. Kath. Catherine, okay. Catherine, you're out of the mix. Go take an Advil. <laughs> She's going to need one today after, because like I said, I don't even know what time she came home because l- she was sitting out in the uh, out in the uh, little uh, neighborhood circle there for the cul-de-sac party. The cul-de-sac. After I went to bed, she was still out there. You and I have to live vicariously through her, so that's why we're like. Oh, I think that's true. Go hard, Catherine. Not a bad plan. we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen, on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for the king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only 19.98 enter promo code tom in addition to this special anniversary offer on the my pillows you'll also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattresses my slippers and so much more take advantage of the biggest sale in my pillow history go to mypillow.com and use promo code tom to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow that's mypillow.com promo code tom Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. 
It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been our partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Look, I've been going there for, I think I'm on my sixth treatment this week. Things go very well. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Not a big deal at all. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create a new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe all the spontaneity out, reach to the Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800-952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Somebody call and tell her it's entirety, not entirety. Uh, We're going to correct everyone today. I will not do that. <laughs> I won't either. <laughs> well, I have to take care of everything anyway, so I'll do it. Thank you very much. She Thank could go on and say, uh, oh, and I'd like extra almonds. And I would almonds, say, yes, they're good. get the almonds going. Kristen Burt. <laughs> What's happening, Kristen? Very good, Tim. Everything's great here. So, Timmy, how's everything going <laughs> back in the Twin Cities? We're just calling everyone their wrong name. Indeed. We just we just talk about people mispronouncing words and things like that. Yes, it's Swarovski. Swarovski. Oh, you heard Swarovski. I do. I listen to Okay, here we go. Swarovski. Swarovski. You even, like, phonetically sent it to me, which I so appreciate. But at that point, my brain had broke. I'm done with that word. It's dead to me. I literally have a phone case that I bought from them, but it's done. Nope, never. Never again. There you go. That was a reenactment of what happened to my mouth that day. So she was doing traffic right there. That's Nailed what it was it. right there. By the way, don't ever do that again with your arms. It, when you put your arms behind your back, your shoulders are literally about this wide. Look at that. She's How like, could, man, you, you can stretch out. Yeah, I'm like double jointed. Oh, oh wow, look at that. That was that, phenomenal. Oh, they my. bend the opposite way. I know. It's so gross. <laughs> my, nope. I know. And like when I bend <laughs> over, you know, and you put your shoulders like up over your head, yeah. mine go like, yeah. You were just doing I'm that. Just hyper flexible. Because of your hair, your shoulders completely disappeared behind you when you, yeah, they just, your shoulders yeah. are gone. <laughs> I do. I don't even know I do it. I do it to stretch. I just had a cat in my lap, so oh, she's been sitting there good. for a long time. That's got to feel that's got to feel great, though, to be able to stretch out like that. It does, actually. And sure. it's like you get up in the morning, you, like, crack your back, stretch out. I understand. But when you, as you get older, though, like, being super flexible, you think is, like, a bonus. But it's not. You have to make sure that, like, your core is strong and everything else because oh, sure. you can start yeah. getting joints out of whack. I suppose. It reminds me of an old street joke I heard as a kid where there was a woman laying on a beach with no arms and legs and there was a guy who walked by, and she goes, excuse me, sir, but could you screw me? And he picked her up and threw her in the water and said, there, now you're screwed. There you go. Actually, that joke's better when you can use the F word. I know it is. I didn't want to, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. but you couldn't do it. I understand. It's <laughs> oh, the weirdest. I know. Like, I looked at Britt's face and I was like, Now you're effed. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with now you're screwed. Now yeah. you're effed. Like, it's just, I'm like sitting here going, well, did she get out in my mind? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm thinking maybe not. Oh. It's a weird looking maybe. dolphin. Rest in peace, lady. <laughs> Good God. So, Kristen, save us. I don't know. If can. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know if I can. I'm crying. That joke was so bad. Um, it was a pretty bad yeah, joke. Okay, well, we can talk about it's Shark Week, or as we call it from New England, Shack Week. Shack Week. Shack Week. Don't do that. Um, I miss them so much. I got to get to Boston now because you did that. Because I love Boston. Oh, go out and get your lobster roll and steamers. Speaking of that, by the way, that poor guy that fell off his his wakeboard and drowned in the ocean. The paddleboard. Uh, that was actually paddleboard, yeah. Barack Obama's personal chef. Oh, was it? Because yeah. I know the call came from his house, but I didn't realize that his house takes up the entire uh, Martha's Vineyard Island now. I had no idea. Right. That it's house got... What's that? If you live on Martha's Vineyard, you have a compound. Oh, that's a compound. There's that's no... a compound. Did you see the picture of it? It's beautiful. Holy Hannah. What is it? It's got to be like 30,000 square feet. That's what happens when you make a lot of money on the speaking circuit. Gee, how did that ever happen? Oh, he wrote mm-hmm. what? Didn't he write like four or five books, too? Yeah, he? and they've all been bestsellers. And then mm-hmm. you just go out and you speak to corporations and they pay you a few million dollars to show up. I mean, that's what a lot of, you know, other than George W., I think like that's what a lot of presidents do. I mean, Donald Trump has made a lot of money on the speaking circuit, oh, speaking yeah. to some of the conservative sure. Sure. Um, conventions that are out there. Donald Trump does it. Uh, I mean, uh, Bill Clinton does it. I think the only one is is George W., who's like painting puppies and kitties in his art studio. Because yeah, he already was a billionaire, wasn't he? He was. He comes from generational wealth. Right, and right. Um, if you go and look at the compound that they have up in Kennebunkport, Maine. Oh, I bet. Yes. Out on Walker's Point. It is beautiful. I would imagine. Is that, yeah, that I just saw the the overhead view of the of the uh, compound, the Obama compound. That's a very impressive residence, I'll tell you. So, what are they there? Like three weeks a year? Probably. I mean, honestly, <laughs> because I, I grew up near Walker Point. I yeah, grew up in Kennebunk, yeah. Maine, and right. um, the president at the time it was George Senior would come in maybe two weeks a year. We would know because the roads would become one sure. way, obviously sure. for Secret Service. The Coast Guard would be monitoring the open water. Um, you'd be a lot of helicopters coming over. And, and then that was kind of it. And then um, when George W. was in office, same thing, just a few weeks a year, that kind of thing. But it amazing? is kind of like the family gathering place. I think it's different too now that Barbara Bush is no longer here and George Sr. or H.W., you know, it's yep. uh, changed a bit. No question about it. But yeah, I just, you look at places like that and you go, well, that worked out. Right, it works out to be president. It is a money maker for you. Lots of I, I do understand. I didn't know this, but I know somebody in the publishing industry. You know, they already know how many copies of those books are going to sell before they even write them. Really? Yes. Wow. They, they know exactly. Yeah, because they they know who their audience is. Ah. Uh, Donald smart. Trump has not written a memoir yet. What's he going to write about? There's a lot to write about. I <laughs> hey, actually, yeah. I, suppose, I mean, yeah. I was like, there's a lot to write about. I just don't know what if he wants to bother to give his side of the story because it may be different than some of the facts. <laughs> oh, you mean like on both sides? They both lie their ass off? Everybody lies. That's what You're they do now. Like, they just lie their ass like, off. 
Um, but he does, uh, I will say Donald Trump has his own imprint and he does some self-publishing. He's done a couple of books. He's done letters right. to Donald Trump. And then he did, I think, photographs of his time in office. And then he sells them for like $100 and he makes a lot of money. So, so Art of the Deal was the first one, wasn't it? I think it was called Art oh, of the Deal. Oh, that's going way back yes, to way like back, his yeah. actual books. But I'm talking about post-presidency. Oh, he okay. had two books okay. in his own imprint. So he, he self-publishes. Oh, he does. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So letters to Donald Trump. And the letters to Donald Trump one, I don't know if people realize this, they were kind of controversial because he took uh, letters that like celebrities had written to him and Princess Di, like way back in the day when people liked Donald Trump and he wasn't this controversial figure. And he's like, mm -hmm. see, people loved me. And he put, put them in a book together. And he's like, look, Oprah loved me. Everybody loved me. Yeah, he's big on that everybody loves me stuff, isn't he? He does. I think ego-wise. There's there's some like wounded inner child there about like being loved. Because honestly, not everybody's gonna like all of us well, at every time. And you can't please everyone, but he's no. weirdly a people pleaser. Yeah, I would agree with that. I just I really wish we had a an interesting field coming up, but we really don't. It's the same old billionaire bullshit. No, I mean, it, it, it. it's really interesting if you're following because the Republican um, debate is coming up in August right. and Donald Trump is, is threatening not to show up. Right. Yeah. You have to sign a loyalty pledge, which means that you if you don't get the nomination, you will support whomever the nominee is. Chris Christie doesn't want to sign the loyalty pledge because he doesn't want to support <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, and then you're going to have like DeSantis. Mike Pence, I don't even think, is making it to the stage under the current criteria. Right, so right. It's a really like we, every it's just it's going to be a weird year. You know, we're all going to deal with it. Love him or hate him. I do like when he makes you realize some of these rules are fake. Like, no, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do it. Like, right. Because you just assume they have to go to these, uh, they have to go to these conventions. They have to sign whatever this weird loyalty pledge thing. Like you assume all these things have to happen. But sometimes Donald Trump's do be doing things where I go, oh, is that just not necessary? You know, he's like, when they were like, we want your um, financial uh, right. tax. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, love him or hate him. There's times where you go, oh, that rule is fake. I didn't know that. No, that's kind of how it just, is. I'm not going to follow the rules. He's yeah. a rule breaker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I just, I'd have a hell of a time telling you who I'm going to end up voting for because, my God. Although, you look back. Have you ever studied the presidency, the United States presidency? You ever done any, a lot of reading on it? No, I thought, remember I rounded up and I thought, I was like, whatever, what presidents do we have, 50? And then you guys well, all right. chastised me because it was 46 instead of 50. <laughs> I was shocked I was close. Okay? You don't remember because Donald Trump had like 45. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. forgot. I just knew it was around that number. Somewhere in there. Well, I was looking for a decent human being and I, I did run across Jimmy Carter because even though he wasn't a great president, he seems like a very decent person. I've never met him. I talked to him on I the have. phone once. Oh, and is he as nice a guy as he seems? He is lovely. That's he what it seems like. He is so sweet and I just, he, he probably is the best um, president in terms, and I'm not talking about it in terms of his policies. I'm right. talking about it as a human being. I agree. Just what he's done with Habitat for Humanity. He is just, yep. he's a lovely person. And his wife is too. Yes, they're Very Roslyn. nice people. Yeah, very, very nice people. they're both still with us. What are you doing now? I have a cat who is exiting the building. <laughs> you know, you're letting the cat out? Did you see her yesterday? She was trying to jump up here in the middle of my segment. I kept on trying to cover her. I she did was, see that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty brat. terrific. But no, I mean, it's you go back over time. If you ever get the time, if you got uh, a week or two off or whatever, 
go back and do some research on, well, world leaders, not just presidents, but world leaders. They are some of the worst people ever born. It's just amazing. But I suppose that massive ego is what drives them to become president in the first place. Yeah, or you ruler or whatever. I wouldn't want to be in office. and I don't even oh, want to God, be no, on no. a local level. It's no. so toxic these days with social media. Listen, Jesse Ventura was the governor. I still can't believe he got elected governor. That just amazing. It's because Sansevier voted for him. That's, That's why. That's it, yeah. That's what did it. Pushed turn, him over the top. Turn the tide, Sansevier. Indeed. So what's going on in Hollywood? Well, we were talking about Shark Week. So um, yeah. you'll yeah. be hearing a lot about cocaine sharks. So that seems to be like the big title this week. Um, which I think Hollywood, if they didn't have a writer's strike going on, would be writing cocaine sharks right now as the sequel to Cocaine <laughs> Bear. Um but um, it's on Discovery. Jason Momoa is the host this time around. So I guess he got super involved. He's like doing all the interviews with the scientists. And um, he was the, he really was excited about cocaine sharks. So you know that's made uh, up. Yeah, the cocaine sharks, if you want to watch it, that's on Wednesday night. That's tomorrow night. But you do know the cocaine sharks that is made up. Sharks do not eat bales of cocaine. They are saying that they have seen it off the coast of Florida. BS. All the stuff that's there that there to eat in the ocean, and they're going to go try to, here, let me open up this wrapper and see what's in there. Yeah, this yeah. chemical yeah. that's Come got on. no good smelling things no, in it. Yeah. it's ridiculous. It's a good well, story, though. I will though. watch it and report back to you. How well, thank you. Happen? Yes, report back to me, Kristen, because... About the cocaine sharks and how they are <laughs> busy going crazy off the coast of Florida. Honest to God. It'd be like, hey... Catherine just made a great dinner, mashed potatoes, gravy, a little steak. I think I'll open up this, whatever that is over there. Yeah, this bleach Clorox in the cupboard. Yes, I'll drink that instead. Like, that's what you'd be, yeah. It's going to make a good movie, though. It's going to be a good Hollywood movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I'm sure it gets the sharks all jacked up, and that'll make it more exciting. Did you see Cocaine Bear? Yes. No, I didn't. It's just it's not really my funny. jam. I mean, I know it was funny. It was funny. That's just not my, like... It's just campy. And if, if they keep with the camp, that's what I think. If you can stick with the camp, you're you're. it's good. I finally saw Sharknado, actually, with I Andy. Love that too. Uh, we went Sharknado. to the Mystery Science Theater version of it. So they were, like, talking. <laughs> like, that's... I can do that. But that's I can't fun. watch Camp for Camp. Like, if it's made to be camp, no. If it's not made to be camp, I can watch it. Like, if it's... That's like when things are so bad, they're good. But when they're intentionally bad, that's not my jam. Got to tell you honestly, you know who drove me to watch it? Hmm. Catherine. Yeah. She wanted to watch Cocaine Bear, so we did. That booze hound. <laughs> yeah, that booze hound. <laughs> I love Cocaine Bear. I guess it I went good. on like this it super rainy night in Los Angeles, too. It was a preview of it, and I had no expectations, and it was delightful. Yeah, and like mm -hmm. I love group activities. I love that you did that. And I don't hate on people for loving those kind of movies as groups together. It's like how some people would look at me like with Taylor Swift or the Barbie movie. Like that's my jam. And I love that other people are like getting in big groups and all your guys' cocaine bear shirts. Love it. Love it all for you guys. It was good. It was fun to watch. Yes. It was fun to watch. It was. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.